Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 125 of the Lockdown New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick, and just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Lockdown New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. Now, I just received the mix box and have thus far tried the mint brownie delight, the banana nut bread, and the coconut almond. Not the biggest coconut guy, but this was absolutely delicious, just like all the other flavors. I'm still just getting started myself, but remember, with promo code Locked On, you can get $10 off your first box of Built Bars. It is one of the best tasting bars I've ever had. Really, you just have to experience it for yourself. Real chocolate, amazing flavors. It's not gritty. There's no weird aftertaste. It's just good. It's actually kind of like a candy bar. Built Bars have an amazing combination of low-calorie, high-protein, and low-sugar. No crazy additives. And if you compare Built Bar to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just have to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. We got a special treat for you guys today. It is going to be part two of our interview with Mr. Adam Jackson. Adam has a very popular YouTube channel where he basically covers every single sport that you can possibly imagine. There are hundreds upon hundreds of videos on his channel, Five Points Vids. That's five points, all one word, and then vids, V-I-D-S. He has 243,000 subscribers. We were lucky enough to get to talk to him here on Locked on New York Rangers. And like I said, today is part two of our interview with Adam from Five Points Vids. We talk a little bit of Rangers. We talk about his YouTube channel as well. One of my personal favorites on Five Points Vids is the five worst blowouts in hockey and NHL history. And if you go to youtube.com and you type in Five Points Vids, the five worst blowouts in hockey and NHL history, it'll be the first video that pops up. And Adam and I actually talk quite a bit about that video in this episode. So if you haven't had a chance to check out his content, I highly recommend it. And maybe start right there. Like I said, one of my personal favorites. Enjoy. Uh, now, everyone that I have on here as a guest, I've pretty much been asking them this question, so I'm curious to get your take on it, and that is, of course, who will be the next Ranger captain, and it seems to me like it's mostly a two-man race, unless there's a dark horse that I'm forgetting, but it seems like it's either going to be Chris Kreider or Mika Zibanejad. I uh, just wanted to get your take on that. Do you feel like you want one guy over the other, or, or how do you feel about that? Isn't it amazing that the guy that basically parked his supercharged engine in carry price's groin um <laughs> in 2014 would end up the hothead being the captain of the ranger i think it's Kreider. he's he's almost i think when hank goes he'd be the senior ranger right uh um, uh it's either him or stall, maybe. stall. Maybe stall. no maybe it'd be stall. stall and stall's not you know i, I love not stall, long for the rangers at this yeah point. he's yeah, yeah. you know have you seen I know this is a tangent. Did you see I think on someone twit on Twitter posted a highlight of Stahl just when he was either his first or second year taking the puck from the blue line and just running up the gut and then unleashing a a zip line wrister right into the net. And you just look at him and it's like, oh man, Stahl was so good his first yeah. five, six years. Before that, you know, the the eye injury. He was elite, and now he just becomes the bane of all these, you know, no move clause, et cetera. But Stahl, man, Stahl put in the work. Um, yeah, I, 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 
it's either Mika Mika's going to be there longer, so you're going to have a long-term deal with him. But I, I just Kreider embodies the spirit of the Rangers. He's given he's also been all in since day one with with the New York fan base and with being a Ranger. So I, I think it's time to put the C on Kreider's uh, jersey. Yeah, I almost wonder if they would have even done it this season. But, of course, they didn't know for sure that they were going to be able to re-sign him. It was kind of 50-50. Does he get traded? Does he get re-signed? But now that he's going to be here, I, I think we might see that as soon as next season. Yeah, yeah. You don't want another Ryan Callahan situation where you're right. paying, where you're swapping him for another captain at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I think that would be interesting. I, it's always fascinating to see who gets the C on the jersey. I was a little disappointed that they didn't name one as well for the season i thought maybe we can just put one on you know slap one on uh Kreider for the year but uh, now now i think next year they'll, they'll finally name somebody just want to take a minute to let you guys know that today's locked on podcast is brought to you by built bar built bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar it comes in 16 amazing flavors eight chocolate nut flavors and eight chocolate nut free flavors the bars are covered 100 in chocolate they're absolutely delicious soft and easy to chew Best part, Built Bars are healthy. They are great for all our health-conscious listeners. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. My personal favorite so far has been the Mint Brownie. They have 15 grams of protein, just 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And uh, one of your videos on your YouTube channel that I wanted to ask you about, you know, I've, I've been watching a bunch of them, just kind of going through it. And uh, it's called, what are NHL players snorting on the bench and why? <laughs> because, you know, it's just one of those things like, like we watch this as fans. It's like, oh, it's just smelling salts, it's just smelling salts. It's like, yeah, but what's in there? Like, what are they doing to themselves? And then you actually, in the video, you appear on screen yourself and you try it and you did not like it. So I just wanted to get, you know, your, your take on the whole situation what exactly did that smell like if, if you can compare it to anything? It smells like cat urine, but not <laughs> as bad. Okay. Okay. So it's a step up from it. cat urine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, after a while, you get sort of a, I wouldn't say addicted, but you get used to it. And it is a hell of a pick, pick me up. So I went and ordered a whole bunch of them on Amazon. In fact, I'm looking at the entire box right now. I've got like 100 capsules of it. And you get used to the smell after a while. But yeah, that time that I did it on air was the first time I'd ever done it. So I think that's such a genuine reaction. And you yeah. really, you learn how to do it over time where you don't overwhelm your system with that pungent odor. But it's, uh, I can see why players like doing it because it is a wake me up. It is a pick me up. And it's, it's definitely not harmful or toxic in any way. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then one other video I want to ask you about. I think it's my personal favorite, at least of the ones I've watched so far. It's uh, the five worst blowouts in hockey and NHL history. And some of these games are just insane. I think my favorite was, it wasn't the most lopsided score on the list, but it was Canada and Denmark. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Canada won the game 47 to nothing. I, I just want to read these stats real quick, and then you can talk about it. Uh, every member of Team Canada scored a hat trick. Denmark, this is my favorite. Denmark never got the puck past the red line. And the Canadian coach is screaming, kill them, kill them. So 
I mean, this video, it just seemed like watching the video just seemed like you had a ton of fun making it. Uh, just talk a little bit about it if you can, because like I said, I think it's my personal favorite. That's the one thing I love about sports is there, those, there are those anomalies, those statistical anomalies where you just look at it from an objective standpoint and you're like, okay, they won 37 to nothing. But what's the story here? And I think there was some type of personal grudge between the Canadian coach and, and the, the Danish, is it Danish or Den, De, the Denmark? The Denmark. Uh, the it was Denmark. And I think you're right. Yeah. I think you did mention that in the video. Yeah. Yeah. And so he just wanted to really just flex on them. It just reminds me of being a young boy or, or even now just setting up the computer in a video game for just a complete ass whipping. Like I, that's what I love about sports is you, it's the same game every time, but the outcome, no matter what is different, no, no matter what happened? You can play. You can set up the exact same scenario, and maybe you only score thirty-eight goals, or or sometimes you score ninety-nine goals. But that to me was hilarious because I remember looking at the box score. I think they only ran like twelve players or something on offense, or, yeah. or total. So they were just like, "I'm gonna." Run. The coach was like, "These guys suck. I'm gonna run my be best guys. I'm gonna run like a really aggressive forecheck to keep the puck." from crossing the red line and yeah. I'm going to bury goal after goal, <laughs> after goal. And, and so they cannot take it anymore. And that's yeah. what they did. So, and you, you even mentioned like, like at what point did he make his point when it got to 37, nothing, when it got to 41, nothing, like at what point had the point been made, you know? Right. Um, right. Yeah. Like 20 to nothing in hockey in an international match is just an insult. 10, nothing, 10, nothing is really bad. Yeah. So, so to go to 37, nothing. And then the, I think the last example, I think it was like 83 to nothing or something. The Thailand. Yeah, I, I wrote it down here. Yeah. It was yeah. South Korea beating up on Thailand and the final score was 92 to nothing. Yes, and I, I remember looking at the highlights there. They the the South Korean team like had one very capable skater, and you know I, I think given uh, the factors of the rosters, like maybe the, the the depth of the South Korean team wasn't so superior to the Thai team, but they had this one guy that was just a rocket. And, and my son played youth hockey, and anytime there's a player like that out on the ice, you're just like, uh oh. This is going to yeah. be bad because they can just take it right to the net and score. And that's what the player did, basically. I think he scored like 26 of those 90-some-odd goals himself. Yeah. <laughs> just ridiculous, man. At what point um, do you just get bored, right? Yeah. But, like, uh, or It's funny because, you know, I, I used to, you know, when I was first getting started working in sports and whatnot, I used to cover some high school hockey. And, you know, there was a girls' league. And, uh, you know, this team in New Canaan, Connecticut here, they had an excellent girls' hockey team. And they went up against some teams that were overmatched. But at a certain point, they stopped like they would just work on their passing or they would just instead of, you know, shooting, they would just kind of dump it around the boards or whatever. I mean, I guess it never occurred to any of these teams that made an appearance in your video to, to just take the foot off the gas just a little bit. Well, you know, if you're the 18th player on the South Korean roster, you're like, hey, I, I haven't scored like I'd like to score a goal. That's you know? true. I've never felt that. Uh, and then it's like, all right, I can score three. Now. <laughs> like I just, I, I'm a compet, I'm very competitive. I, I understand the need to just want to see how far you can take something statistically. And hey, it's up to the other team to stop you, right? So yeah. hey, they're out there, um, right? Yeah. So I, I figure, hey, why not? I, I would probably be one of those coaches to to just let the kids have fun and i'd probably be one of those players that would try to do the between the legs dangle or uh shoot do the michigan maybe once in the game you know or yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, something crazy. Or just work on, you know, maybe work on my shot. You know, try to do that bar down ski on them. Try, yeah, bit. yeah. Try to hit the post a couple times. See if you can hit all three posts in one game. <laughs> yeah, do a triple post and just, yeah. and, and or do, or Gatorade, you know, smash the Gatorade bottle. There you go. There that, you that'd go. be nice. I figured we can end with this. We've got a uh, lightning round. I do this with a lot of guests that, you know, I bring onto the show. Do you have a couple more minutes just to answer a couple of rapid fire questions here? Absolutely. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. This has been a blast. Um, so first of all, uh, your all time favorite New York Ranger, Brian Leach, without a question. Nice. Nice. Uh, current favorite Ranger. Mika. Mika's okay, okay. playing great. Uh, favorite Ranger win or moment of all time. Game seven, Rangers caps 2015. Uh, Jesper Fast wins a draw. It the puck goes out to uh Girardi at the point, he unleashes a huge slap shot rebound off to step on stick. He buries it. I think I scraped my knees in celebration. I think I ran and and did the slide on my carpet. I was so geeked because a lot of Capitals fans talked a lot of smack throughout that entire series and that was the culminating moment of you just got flexed on yeah yeah and in fact the capitals were up three games to one in that series and almost ended it in game five if you remember uh they the did Rangers. chris Kreider yeah. had it on the yep. boards and just unleashed a snap uh a slap shot that hope he wasn't ready for and it found the net i remember uh i was out to dinner like at a restaurant i wasn't able to watch the game they were down one nothing i think glenn denning glenn, glenn the i forget the guy adam the Glendening, is that yeah is that he scored yeah, with yeah. like a minute left and i was like oh it's over we just blew another chance and then i refreshed it and it said we're going into overtime i was like what yeah. <laughs> and then i rushed back to the hotel and ryan mcdonough scored an overtime about you know five minutes in the ot and then i was like oh we can win this we can yeah. come back it yeah crazy yeah that was a great um, series yeah yeah for sure um Toughest Ranger loss. I hate to do this to you, but I got to throw it out there. Toughest Ranger loss that you've ever had to endure. That game seven was was tough. I think in tw- the year prior um, when they lost to the Kings, we I think it had been over since game three when they just really dominated us. Uh, but that game seven in 2015 to the Lightning, especially when we had just kicked their butts so so thoroughly the, in game six for them, for them to just get shut out like that was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, it took me a good three to four months to get over that. Yeah, that was tough. And, you know, with the Kings, it was kind of bittersweet because nobody thought that they would even make it to the finals that year. You had uh, the 3-1 series come back against the Penguins. And, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're in double overtime in game five. And you start thinking like, man, if we can just if we can just win this one, you know, we're going home for game six. Maybe we got a shot, but it wasn't meant to be. But the game against the Lightning, that just that just sucked on every level yeah that was devastating Uh, also that game three against the kings where they just completely shut us down that was hard to watch as well that was uh that was the beginning of the end you know that that series hurts because three of the four losses were in overtime so if those would have gone our way we we could have been you know stanley cup champions but they they just they they had us that whole series so it was it was, it was tough yeah absolutely um your favorite sports youtubers there another guy that you really like watching you know, it's funny is like tree urinating tree is, yeah. you know, my business partner. We have a channel together called the dumpster fire. I'm probably it's weird that I'm also a huge fan of him and his work. So like he's one of the few people that I actually watch his videos, even though we work together. I talk to him 
every week. I talked to him, you know, sometimes twice a week, but he, he is one of my, like the first video I saw of him was just him ripping into the Cleveland Browns. And I was like, I like this guy. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's um, funny. yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. And what, what's funny is with the YouTubers, a lot of us were not the same people as we are that, uh, we present in the videos. I'm not saying that we're disingenuous. I'm just saying that when you have time to think about something, when you have time to polish it and make it all shiny and beautiful, it's very easy to um, confuse and try to think that we're that person when we're not speaking into a pre-recorded, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. Yeah, like, you're, you're kind of playing a character, so to speak. Yeah, so him in yeah. real life, you know, he's a humble, um, uh, you know, uh, just a sports geek so it's it's refreshing to see that uh you know someone that can just rip into a team with endless abandon is also just a regular guy yeah uh he he had a video about the redskins where he just tore them a new one i mean just top to bottom everything from the on-field product to dan snyder to just all the you know dozens of scandals they've been involved in over the past however many years it's a great video yeah, yeah, he really does his research. Like for me, you know, when I when I research something, I don't try to get I, I'm trying to create the product. I'm I'm more of the mass production um type YouTuber where he just gets so deep. He'll, you know, he'll he'll take 2 weeks to produce a video where I'm yeah. I'm doing a, a you know, two a week or maybe one a week where he's really he's more in depth on the uh, actual pain that people are feeling. <laughs> which, <laughs> which obviously that cruelty angle works. People love him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um now, what is your favorite 5 points vids that you've ever done? You've got a you've got a ton on there, so I, I don't know I know that's a tough question, but for me, the favorite is not the most watched. It's it's actually the dual use stadium video because um, I, I I that one just came to me when I saw that you know Oakland would be the last dual use stadium uh, in use, uh, and then you know it's it's only going to be baseball now. And I was like, why is that? Why what happened? And then doing the research, I just discovered how the, this trend of you know multi-purpose stadiums evolved into um the the separate stadiums that we see now and finding out the reason was just equally as um uh interesting for me as it was to reveal it to the to the users to me that that's one where yeah it, it can appeal to someone that's not even a sports fan where you're just like okay why did i used to see these these stadiums everywhere and now you don't see it at all yeah, so yeah that sure. to me was a satisfying project uh favorite hockey movie oh it's got to be slap shot right like i, I, think I like team... yeah i was gonna <laughs> I throw think... out the goon as, as an honorable mention but slap it's got to be one of those two for me it's either slap shot or the goon yeah i haven't seen the goon but I, it looks hilarious but slap shot where yeah. the guy's just chasing the other player around he's like she's a d- she's a i think that is just the funniest scene ever (laughs) and and probably really realistic and i think the hansen brothers that's who they were like they weren't actors they were just these three like rough kids that used to you know uh create malarkey playing junior hockey or or something or high junior or something so i i just thought that that movie was uh hilarious and and just an all-time classic yeah, he got the goalie so mad that the goalie actually left the crease to attack him, and then they score. So that that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, uh, favorite hockey video game? Oh gosh, um, 
probably the original NHL hockey on Sega Genesis. You know, I, I play NHL 20 now. It's just it, just because I have nothing else. There's no solution for it. But I still love just the thrill of yelling at someone online. But yeah. uh, the original NHL hockey on Sega was the first game where you could hit a puck into someone's face. And I remember the first time I saw that happen, happen laughing for a good probably half hour. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think you could also replay it. So I replayed it and I just replayed it over and over again, this 8-bit muted ooh of someone just getting hit in the face with a puck. And I was just like, this is it. This is the achievement of humanity I've been yeah. waiting for. <laughs> Amen. Um, all right. So you're a player in the NHL. What would be your ideal goal song? uh slap shot at the garden i i just think that that's it that's that's the one for me like it, it just i couldn't imagine being a ranger and hearing the those chords of the guitar come in yeah. and just uh you know and, and everyone's saying hey hey you know like i i just think that that's i don't i don't want to pick one i i think they've already picked it for me if gotcha. i were yeah. somehow it's, that blessed it's funny because you know it's not like the fastest song ever like if, if you just took it out of context and you'd never heard that song before. And you'd think of that as like an NHL goal song. It'd be like, uh, you know, maybe something a little faster, but it works, man. You know, every time, every time I hear it, you know, I get jacked up because the Rangers just scored and it's just synonymous with the Rangers scoring goals. So it really is a great song. Yeah. I just got a tingle up my spine. I cannot wait to hear it again. Like yeah. I just remember, yeah. When Stefan scored that OT, like everyone's just going crazy. And then, then it comes on and you're just like, ah, yeah. 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 We're, we're going to enjoy this. Yeah. 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 Um, and then finally, uh, what would you rather see attending a hockey game in person, a hat trick or a line fight? Oh, you know, fights, I, they're part of the game. I love them. But the, the consequence of fights has far outweighed the benefit at this point. And I know that I can get panned for that. I've been panned for it where, you know, I, I get it. Some you, you go up against the board. Some guy intentionally puts his stick into your rib like you got to fight. Right. Like I, I understand yeah. the heat of it. However, you get like, you know, Derek Bugard and, and guys that that gave their life fighting. I, I think fighting yeah, it, it has a place, but I'm, I don't get excited for it like I should or used to because I, I think about the human aspect of this guy's getting his face bashed in like it's it's not yeah. it's not pretty. So I, I'd love to see a smooth hat trick uh, just because yeah. that that's more of the positive aspect of hockey, even though. Yeah, everyone loves a good fight. Everyone likes to see someone get dropped by a big overhand. Right. But I, I think it's time to really evaluate and see what's the damage being done to our our players in, in the game that we love versus, yeah, seeing a guy get knocked out. Yeah, that's know. a great point. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's not as prevalent now, but in the past, you know, as recently as certainly 10 years ago and, and even more so if you want to go back farther. But there were a lot of guys who it was like they literally had to fight for their NHL career. Because like that's what you're out there for, man. You got to protect your teammates, and you got to you know establish a tone, and you got to drop the gloves with their big goon over there. Uh, so you know a lot of players putting putting some tough spots there as far as you know being expected to fight uh, night in and night out. Yeah, you know, like a guy like Tanner Glass, who I hated for a long time, but in that Ottawa series when we were up against them, he was you know the catalyst of just absolutely just banging guys up against the boards, and there is it's an unquantifiable statistic that, you know, you bang a finesse player up against the boards and he's not skating as fast when he comes out of that exchange. And there's, there's a place for that in hockey. And, 
yeah, I think there's a way to do it right. You don't have to squish someone's head, but hockey's a physical game. That's why they put on all that gear. I like to see it, but at the same time, I don't want to get guys, you know, concussed. And, and I know that's a tough stance to take because we can't have it both ways, but I, I just, uh, I think there's, there's a way just like how football is working on, uh, proper ways to hit people and proper ways to check so that, yeah, the damage is done maybe to the body, but not to the head, which Definitely. is also kind of asinine, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think we can wrap up with that, but, uh, Adam, this was a ton of fun today, man. We are definitely going to have to do this again sometime in the future. Awesome, dude. I had a great time. And uh, yeah, if you need me, just hit me up. And uh, I, I had a blast. Uh, I, anytime I can talk about the Rangers and hockey and and the sport that uh, it's one fourth of the pillars that make my channel, but probably uh, outside of baseball, probably the second, my second most beloved. Well, you know, I love football. Too. I just love them all. They're all like all my yeah. kids. You know, <laughs> it's like I can't pick a favorite. Don't ask me to do that. But I just I love you, hockey. It's, it's <laughs> I love the aspect. I, I know, again, I'm ranting a little bit. I love the aspect of incremental scoring where it's only one goal really freaking matters. You know, like in, in football, is like, a high, you know, a touchdown is it's seven points. Like, oh, we'll get a couple of those later. But in hockey, it's so big. It's so pivotal in that moment when someone yeah. finally scores. It's, it's amazing. All right. Once again, a big thanks to Mr. Adam Jackson of Five Points Vids for joining the show here today. And if you haven't gotten the chance, definitely check out his YouTube channel, Five Points Vids. He's got a ton of content on there. A lot of hockey videos, a lot of videos on other sports as well. You can find the answers to questions like, why can't you keep an NFL football that goes into the stands? What does the NHL do if the Stanley Cup goes missing? You can find out about some of the strangest baseball stadiums and fields ever designed. There really is something for everyone. Guaranteed you'll learn something new, and you'll probably laugh quite a bit as well as I have. Like I said, he's got 243,000 subscribers, so go and check out some of his content right now. A lot of us are obviously stuck inside anyway. Great time to kind of binge watch some of these videos about sports, and like I said, Adam just does a great job there. So once again, a big thanks to him for joining the show today. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again for tuning in. Now go ahead and tell your smart device to play the latest edition of Locked On NHL. Thanks again. I'll see you next time.